thank you for tuning in. This is another episode of There Are Four Hosts. Uh, my name is Michael. Uh, you can find me at Blue Beetle Games. My name's Sabrina. You can find me at Voidcat Gaming on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. My name is Keith. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, Keith Hayward. Hey guys, this is Matt. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Doc Falconer. All right, so uh, is everybody ready to talk about maps and legends? This is the second episode of Star Trek Picard. Um, I know talking to some of you guys a little bit before, you had some not so great feelings about it, but uh, my general overtake of the episode was uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna play the J uh, here and say uh, <laughs> that I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I love the storyline. I love where they're going with it because um, I love the whole synthetic AI, um, you know, uh, just I love that type of storyline. So I thought it was was pretty good. That's my overall take. Um, I don't know what, uh, Sabrina, what was your overall take before we get into the details? Well, I kind of want to talk specifically about the ha- hacking AI bit now. Um, <clears throat> I have very varying takes about different parts of episodes and different parts of the things. So I'm going to say very mixed, but right now I'm not terribly happy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Keith. What, what do you think, Keith? Um, I am also unfortunately not very happy and I'm I'm actually I'm trying to fight against my unhappiness, so I can't yeah. tell like how much I'm trying to force myself to like it and how much wow, maybe okay. I'm letting like how much I like how my science fiction there's a certain way I like my science fiction. So I can't tell like if I'm not adjusting myself to what they're trying to do enough, um, like the frustrations I feel with this are similar to what I got from the expanse where like, yeah, same, same. Sometimes I'm like, okay, am I being too unforgiving? Because actually like original Star Trek is not as perfect as we pretend it is. And it has a lot of like dorky stuff in it too. Is it just me? Uh, but sometimes I feel like I'm trying to force myself to like it. Yeah. Yeah. um, I just want to finish, like, in The Expanse, like, is there seems like a, a kind of a new accepted format of doing fiction where not a lot happens per episode. So if you sit down and say, so what happened this episode, you don't really get, there's not much to get excited about to me versus uh, me being, like, too biased where I've been watching it coupled with Stargate, where, mm-hmm. like, every seven minutes there's a chunk of, oh, my God, that happened? Oh, my God, they figured it that way? And then... You get excited and it's satisfying at the end. But now we're not getting enough of a contained episode. So that's my take. Really? I thought a lot happened this episode. Um, well, there the, were a lot of reveals. Okay, we'll talk about this in yeah, a minute. Uh, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Matt, Back. what did you think? Um, I was a little bored, honestly. Uh, All right, hang on. We're stopping this whole podcast. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is no, crazy. I, I, did, I, did I break it? Did I break so this it? This is why we need Jay. This is why we need yes. Jay. Okay. Jay, come back, please. <laughs> and Mike, you. I want to hear more of what you like, but Sorry, yeah, Matt. Matt. Huh? Yeah, I know there was definitely aspects of it that I liked, but I just found my uh, my attention wavering a little bit. But at the same time, oh. it, despite the fact that I was a little bit on the board side, I didn't dislike it. It just felt like a lot of things were kind of getting set up. Uh, in this yeah. episode, yeah. place setting a, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of place setting, and so I, you know, I appreciate the episode for that, and I think we're going to see a lot of payoff, you know, hopefully in uh, in subsequent episodes. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, I can I can speak briefly to what I liked, and then we can go to because I'm <clears throat> I really want to find out what uh, Sabrina and Keith you guys didn't like about it. Um, I don't know, I maybe I'm too easy on Star Trek, but um, or maybe I disagree. Missed, Maybe I missed you like enjoy a whole... it how you enjoy it. What's that? 
Sorry, I just want to say, uh, you never need to apologize. You like it how you like it, and that's you, you're as easy as you want to be. So it's mm-hmm. totally cool. And I want to hear your point of view. Oh, I like that, Keith. That's very. I like that. Okay, yeah. So I don't know. I like, like I said, the whole AI. The I don't know. It just it was a good episode. I liked. Um, I liked where they were setting things up. And you know, I didn't need them to answer everything right then. Um, I think for the second episode, it was uh, it was really interesting. I liked the whole Borg you know cube being basically like this artifact or this research uh station that they're they're going to um mm-hmm. you know i'm i want to know more about the zat vash you know and why they have this hatred for all synthetic life um it just that was really interesting to me um uh i don't know it's i just thought it was a solid episode i uh, what 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 was it that you guys didn't like i mean um not that i you know fault you for it i just wondering what what about it you know you didn't care for Case, would you like to go first on this one? Sure. <laughs> um, so there's uh, a thing that me and my friends call doing it just to be doing it. I'm not sure everybody says it, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's a, uh, there's like the, the Zatvash people, there's the androids and, and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it's too much play setting without any payoff at all this episode where mm-hmm. I can't tell like if they can pay this off, you know, if, if they can hit that last episode or maybe an episode or two in the future where I go, oh my God, it changes what I just saw and makes it cooler, then yes. But right now, all I got to see was like the Android attack, which we already knew happened, and um, telling Picard go home, and he went home, then he just went back out to space. I'm not getting a lot of, um, I don't know, I don't feel like, I, I didn't feel like I saw much by, t- by, the, by the end of the episode. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Sabrina, what about you? Well, I have like some specifics that kind of bother me, uh, but uh, first I gotta just kind of laugh about the uh, TNG convention of like the evil Admiral Tam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and, and it's it's cute because they've combined evil Admiral Tam and Romulan spy Tam here. Um, um, but here's the thing that bothered me: mystery or lack thereof. Okay, so um, he goes to meet the first admiral. Um, I don't really want to talk about that scene, but it was very aggressive. Um, She's a crappy admiral, like, you know, tradition. Right. She goes to the other admiral, who is also a crappy admiral in a different way. This one's (laughs) actually evil, rather than just mean to Picard, our uh, our beloved Picard. Um, And uh, then she's like, oh, nothing's happening here. And I was like, oh, okay, this will be an interesting mystery subplot that we'll see, like, is she evil? In which, in which way is she evil? Is she is she Section Thirty One? Is she secretly uh, Romulan? And then immediately they reveal, oh yes, she is evil. In fact, and I was like, okay, well you killed that mystery. Okay, well in that is- scene, she's glaring at the camera just as an evil person. <laughs> like she always looks suspicious. Yeah, for real. And then um, the human. Okay, what about the lieutenant? And then they immediately reveal that mystery. And then they're like, oh, by the way, she's sisters with this other dude who is definitely with her because he's trying to get information from her. And it's like, you've just ruined five different mysteries. I was really going to enjoy the development of these. And now you've revealed all of them. Mm-hmm. Well, but maybe there's that, bigger maybe there's bigger mysteries that they're going to do uh, later. <laughs> or yeah, definitely, does this but not build up to it. Yeah. Like, okay, okay. I was going to say like. revealed all the information it, right off. To be What's devil's that? advocate and like I agree with you, but I was like second vote. Are, are we being too hard? In? Like, are we? Would we be mad if we didn't get anything? Like they gave us some information this episode, I guess. So that's cool, right? 
yeah. I feel like it's being fed to me rather than letting mm. me figure it out. And I expect TNG, I, I expect TOS and TNG to treat me like an intelligent person. Hey, um, uh, we also uh, okay, maybe I'm going. being too rough on it. Uh, Matt, what do you? Uh, what's your? Do you do you fall on more in liking or disliking? Um, I mean, I think a little bit more towards liking. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I'm pretty easy as far as these things are concerned. Um, but I will say, like evil, evil Admiral One and evil Admiral Two. Um, <laughs> when 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 one called two, I mean two just immediately looked so guilty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My note is because she looked more suspicious. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <laughs> she, eyes shifting. Uh, ab- <laughs> evil, uh, crappy Admiral One is uh, tradition of admirals in Star Trek, but she's not evil as far as okay. We know. So crappy. Yeah. Okay. 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 That being said, though, I gotta say the actress that plays uh, evil Vulcan Admiral or evil Romulan Admiral, maybe secretly, but I don't think so anymore because of uh, what the other girl said. But um, the actress that plays her, uh, Temlin Tamita. She's in Stargate S2, uh, she's in Stargate Atlantis. Um, she's in Eureka. She's really wonderful. I'm so glad she's getting uh, to be like in another Star Trek franchise. Mm-hmm. Even though I find her character to be written kind of flat so far. Yeah. Um, I love her and I think she's going to do a really great job. And while I'm talking about acting, um, the uh, pair with Picard, the, the two, I guess they used to be Tall Shiar agents, which uh, is one of the things that I really liked about it. Also, mm-hmm. really just cool. To everybody who's like, why is she Welsh? Chill out, dude. It doesn't matter. <laughs> oh. Let it go. Yeah, I mean, I, I was making like specific notes about those two. They're, they're like some of my favorite parts of both of the first two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... Or- and they balance each other out great. Really, really good. And I think Orla Brady um, as, uh, as Laris is oh just so God. good. You know, I just, I just I love everything. Yeah, and then, yeah, I noticed like she's... Um, you said she... No, she's, from, she's Irish, right? Is that... Uh, I think Welsh. Uh, I'm not sure. Yeah. So, but yeah, that accent. You know, it was just like at one point I remember, I was like, yeah, is that a, is that Irish Welsh or that that Romulan? But yeah, but no, I really, I really dig it. It's a, it's a Romulan accent. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. Um, no I knew she looked familiar, and and thank you for pointing this out. She's Keiko from Karate Kid too. What? And oh, also. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I love her. And then, like, I had just oh. seen her, yeah, in Stargate SG-1. Because, like, I saw her, I was like, who is oh, yeah, that? Yeah, and I looked her up. Too. And, like, yeah, she's first uh, uh, Karate Kid 2. And then she's been in a bunch of, she's been in Babylon 5, Vanishing Sun. So, yeah, good to see her in action again. Absolutely. Wow, you just blew my mind, Keith, because I love the Karate Kid. So I'm going to have to go back and watch that now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, nice. It's her. Woo! Cool. Um, one theory I thought of, uh, maybe everybody's thought of this already, but I was thinking that maybe the Zat Vash... Um, were responsible for the synthetic attack on Mars. Yeah, mm. I'm thinking that too. Yeah, because and especially it um, it took me, you know, because they did it on first contact day, meaning there would be very little actual human or like you know not you know, non synthetic life uh, damaged or killed rather. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's they're kind of behind it, but um, I don't know what what do you guys? Definitely, they were definitely hacked. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I just thought that was interesting. Um, let's see um so i i think um to all the stuff that we're that i'm not what the some of us are not liking i think it's easier to try to treat this as a its own timeline and world 
because uh, the the problem that we I run into is like Star Trek nitpicking, where uh, sure their 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 son went Nova or a star went Nova or whatever and took out their main planet, but they have a vast um, planetary empire so that they wouldn't go extinct if their mm-hmm. main planet went away. And if I was being that freaking big of or a dork the, <laughs> the main system you mean the the whole star system but yeah. yeah yeah so like if i let that go because i'm doing it for stargate because stargate kind of um goes too far with just having <laughs> entire galaxies be hit by things which you know the, if, if i care about astronomy there then i should be hard of them too mm-hmm. so i guess for this you have to start adjusting how you think of star trek yeah i'm working on it i'm working on it i'm working on it okay <laughs> think- but i do have a question Sorry, go ahead. No, it's going to be a long answer, so you can start. I was just going to say, do you think for you guys that didn't like it as much, do you think it'll kind of all depend on this third episode and what they do with that? Or are you going to wait for the, you know, till the end? No, it doesn't matter. I'm going to watch the whole season. Right, like, yeah. I, you're not going to stop me watching Star Trek. I'm just going to complain about it. You know, <laughs> um, I'm, I'm really hoping that once Picard gets on the ship and he gets his gang together that uh, the story improves. Also because they're going to stop doing so much like plot setup yeah. um so i'm not that concerned about it listen like no matter what happens it's still gonna be something close to me so um mm, mm. uh it's, it's, it's fine it's gonna be fine i have and a bad great. feeling about yeah. this <laughs> so like um I, i've been going on a journey through fiction ever since what happened to star wars like blew my mind and i was like what happened here why isn't this as good a writing as like you know i used to experience in the 80s or pulp books or even cartoons that i watch so what i'm trying to figure out is it's been like a kind of a mystery i've been trying to figure out like what's going on with fiction and i think it has i uh, i'm gonna be a snob and say that i don't think they'll be able to pull this off because right now we have like <laughs> a crop of lesser writers mm-hmm. um and and it, like things have changed because i think um as i keep going further and further back in time with like fiction and watching like reading books or watching tv shows I think what we saw back then was people who had way less distractions than anything else to do. So that, like, when they made their science fiction, that was what they're focused on, like, laser and, like, they they poured their entire mind and soul into it and they didn't have anything to do else, really. So you saw, like, kind of beautiful masterworks versus, like, what we're seeing now, which is shorthand, like, you know, placing brands in places and that being the payoff. Does that make sense? Mm. Um, I'm gonna sort of like how um, somebody said Picard orders like Earl Grey tea five times in the entirety of TNG but since yeah. it's become like a fandom reference now he does it at least once per episode uh, <laughs> yeah don't I, I don't want them to be too yeah they're, they're being way Earl too Grey aware is like that, part of his brand right yeah yeah like uh, yeah and Doctor Who and, and stuff in Star Wars they're all way too aware of us versus making good fiction that works on its own yeah yeah, the internet definitely changed the way we tell stories, and I think that's reflecting even in our television. Yeah, yeah, there's a that's an interesting point. Yeah, and um, Sabrina, I think that yeah, the bringing up the Earl Grey thing, um, I agree. A lot of things like that seem very heavy-handed. Uh, they're doing everything but turning to the camera and winking. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to apologize because, like he said, it's you know, I'm, I should like it how I like it, yeah. but. 
Hell yeah. Sure. I mean, quite honestly, I mean, I love uh, Picard so much. If he turned and winked at me, I'd probably like to. <laughs> like, hey, Picard, I see you, buddy. I love you. Ooh, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, Swoon on your chaise lounge. They're, they're depending on that. Which is why I think it's very important for everybody in the fandom just to, you know, in, in any fandom, in the world in general, whatever, to recognize yeah. that we all have different things that we like and don't like mm-hmm. in fiction. And that yeah. there's no way to make all of us happy because we all have totally different expectations yeah um i feel that the world is saturated with meta references so when i see them they tend to annoy me but that's not the case with most people yeah well and i like i i strongly disagree with you guys about disliking it but (laughs) but i respect your opinion i respect your opinion on it so that's you know that's what you just got to remember yeah I I, I cheer Absolutely. I cheer you for your opinion. I I am glad that you. I'm I want I'm people so to enjoy people things. It, yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah. I was if so worried it was going to suck, and so I'm I'm just happy that it's not crap. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of not sucking, and something I was really worried about, and that I think they shown really well in, and that I uh, I don't think Discovery did that well. You have no idea what I'm going to say. No. That's nope. Cute. What the is theme. it? The opening theme, the theme oh. is great. Yeah. Um, my issue with Discovery was that they started with the TOS theme and then went into their own, oh. and I was like, ah, oh, you're stealing a little too much there. Um, mm-hmm. They didn't do the thing that Enterprise did that people were worried about, <laughs> putting in lyrics. <laughs> they went back to like our nice classic like orchestral theme, and it's beautiful. I yeah. I ask all of you when you watch episode three to just like take your time, put your get your tea ready before you start the episode. Just sit down. Let the sound wash over you. Look at that weird eye turning into space. <laughs> it's great. The theme is amazing. Uh, I just wanted to bring it up. No, it's great. Um, speaking of uh, discovery, um, did you guys? Uh, <clears throat> sorry, did you guys find that by this point you were liking discovery um, more than you're liking Picard? Oh no, I definitely I, like Picard more. Well, I mean, like I, I like Discovery more back. Like I, I will stand by. I will stand, accept a bat and stand by season one of Discovery mostly. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think more than you know, I, I liked it more than disliked it. Well, I mean, so were you I was enjoying Discovery back then? By the second epi- second episode of Discovery season one, were you more on board than you are with Picard? You know what I'm yes, saying? Okay. For me. What about you, Matt? Sabrina or Matt? I Discovery was difficult for me from the beginning. So okay, yeah, Matt. I have been a bad nerd, and I have not seen any <laughs> of Discovery. <laughs> Um, All right, oh, no. fair enough. Yeah, I know. But um, now that I have uh, CBS All Access, thanks to Picard, I'm actually going to start watching it. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm looking good. forward to seeing uh, what's going on. I was actually at a panel for Discovery at Comic-Con, and uh, it kind of got me excited oh, for it. Yeah, so um, looking forward to seeing what's going on there. Nice. Michael, how did you feel, Discovery Episode 2? I, I I did not like it as much as I liked Picard. Definitely, um, I, I'm still a fan of Discovery, but mm-hmm. uh, to me, to me, Discovery uh, it was just a means to get to Picard. Mm. Now that I've seen Picard and like it so much, um, <laughs> I'm still going to watch Discovery. But to me, it's I don't know. I I guess I just missed not that Picard is like the old TNG, but I missed those kind of feels that I got. Um, so I. I that's why I like Picard much more, just because I yeah. the nostalgia feeling. Basically. I do feel that stepping away from the ensemble in Discovery was a weird choice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, for me, Discovery did a better job of establishing the world, 
how the world worked in like potential stakes so that I was having more fun and also seeing this that <clears throat> this is like before Kirk. So people were dogging on it a lot because they are very imperfect and kind of like some are jerks to each other and making bad calls. But since this is before Kirk and way before TNG, uh, to me, this is like still Starfleet uh, growing into itself. Mm-hmm. And a problem a lot of people are having with uh, Picard and uh, Discovery a little bit is that they act it's too much like us. Yeah. yeah, they act too much like us. And like what was cool about um, TNG to me was like, this is how humans end up acting. So like who we are right now and how we act right now aren't how we were in like the 1970s. Like we are, yeah. we are different from mm. them. Yeah. So we want to see like I, when it comes to my science fiction, I want to see your different society. And they're really mirroring Fox News and us too much. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but actually I do have to give a point to Picard. So, um, episode one, there was like the, the violence in Dodge's apartment Uh and, uh, then the explosion. And, uh, I was like, that's weird. That should be on the news because violence isn't supposed to be happening much in Utopia, you know, like it should be a big recognizable thing, but I don't want to bring it up because we haven't seen the response to the explosion yet in episode two. And then Mm -hmm. in episode two, they were like, it was super scrubbed. It was hyper covered. All evidence of it is gone. And I was like, all right, all right, all right. You did it. You, you did it. All right. Good job. Um, There's a quick layer to that. Um, that um, by coincidence I saw uh, is that I kind of wanted to roll my eyes at it because I was like, mm, are you guys doing some magic hand waving? Did you kind of make that too easy? But then they mentioned something about anti-leptons. I'm like, hmm, what a spammy word. And then in Stargate, that layer that day I was watching, they uh, detected traces of leptons. I was like, oh, what? And leptons <laughs> do allow them to, like, slip out of, like, a dimensional visual. Uh, ah, I forget the word I'm trying to get to. But, yeah, yeah, the, the leptons are, like, an actual science thingy that they actually use. And I was like, all right, I guess you guys did try. So, cool. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, the scene where uh, he's with... Um, uh, I gotta learn their names, Romulan lady, and uh, <laughs> they're like checking her apartment to see if there's right. like flashback or whatever mm-hmm. when they were using the particles to see where the girl was before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really enjoyed this, the techno babble there. That was that was well done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first thing that popped in my mind is like, how did you guys zero in on that exact moment? Like, what if they'd been naked or something? You don't, <laughs> yeah. you don't know. Like, you just like it's a good thing you you got right there. Yeah. And nothing else is happening. That'd be on Cinemax, I think. Check the right timestamp. <laughs> right. Um, can I just like say a couple things? Absolutely. First of all, called it that uh, his sickness, like before we saw episode one, I called it that they would bring up his sickness from the end of TNG. Yeah. Aromatic syndrome. Um, yep. I, I think it's, it's too bad that it seems that they're just going to use it rather. I think, okay. Um... It, it gives people a reason to disbelieve him and to be like, is that real or are you hallucinating? But I think it would have been cooler if they'd used it narratively and not told us if it was real or if he was hallucinating for the first couple episodes so we could be there and question it with them. But it's fine. There's a lot going on. Um, Picard makes tea like a savage. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, more than one way to make tea? N- n- listen, okay. So, uh, people are gonna joke about, like, oh, he put cream in it, that's disgusting. Forget all that. She comes over to his house, he says, what kind of tea do you want? She says, oh, great. He's like, haha, I knew there was something I liked about you. And then he takes his tea bag, opens the teapot, and then just dunks it in a couple of times. No, 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 don't do that. 
That's not how you make tea. You pu- so uh, you pour the water so been, over the. Okay. I've I've been doing it wrong all this time. I am so sorry. It's like one thing to do in a teacup because it's like small, but if you're doing a whole teapot, you're just not gonna. Your tea's gonna be very. Wait, I I didn't even notice that it was one tea bag for the entire pot. Listen, I. That's not. Yeah, wow. Tea is the thing I pay attention to. No, I mean that's. Card makes tea like a sandwich. Right? No, I I'm not disagreeing. Like I I did not even notice that. But yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be some weak tea, no doubt about it. Maybe it's because like he's been through too many life and death situations and seen like, like reality itself wreck. It. He's like, you know what? Some things don't matter. <laughs> Maybe he's just used to he's used to using uh his uh like generator. Oh, I'm forgetting. Oh yeah, <laughs> He's so used to ordering it from the computer that he doesn't remember how to make yeah. it. Yeah, or maybe it's um, or like by by his time period, like you know, it's usually just done by computer, and he doesn't know how to make it Or or it's future tea, and it's super strong, and he only needs one bag. There you go. Oh, I like that, man. Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. we'll we'll do um, a, we'll do another podcast where we deep dive into Picard's tea habits. Okay, good. Picard's tea. Okay. Um, and then um, I'm curious if the the human Romulan spy, the lieutenant, knows uh, if Dodge, if she kidnapped Dodge. This is just a theory, okay? That the Romulan spy kidnapped Dodge because they scrubbed the explosion, so they knew it was there. She kidnapped Dodge, and she knows where she is. Hmm. Um, and then here's the question that I wanted to pose to you earlier: um, the reclamation spe- project. It, is it being run by Romulan? And if so, why are so many Federation species on board? Are the Federation and the Romulan connected now? What do you think? Well, that's what, what I was. That's what I was wondering. Like, um, you know, everything that Romulans do is supposed to be like top secret. And what you know, what are they? What's the purpose of the whole project? Because I mean, I don't think they would have. You know, at least the Romulans in the past that we've known would not have outsiders that weren't Romulan in there researching the Borg. Um, yeah, like Andorians. Yeah, and oh. Trill and stuff because they could get advantages from stuff that they learn there. That yeah. could, you know, I so I don't know what the heck is going on. Um, it makes me want to watch more, but I just I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. It just seems weird to me. Yeah. Do you guys have any theories, Keith? Uh, let's see. I so while you guys are talking, I got, I was thinking maybe it's because they are from the Romulan Star Empire that may consist of, like, you know, species they've overrun, but hmm. you say the Andorians were there, yeah. so that's Federation. So, I, yeah, this is a good mystery. Um, I'm not sure why we have so many different people there and what they're doing, and we also did see that they did have Borg on that ship, so that's pretty interesting. Like, not living ones, but ones they can take apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. It, Speaking of which... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, did you have any thoughts, Matt? <laughs> um, I mean, really, pretty much just echoing what y'all were saying. Um, it, it really wasn't explained, but it, yeah, it seems to be like some kind of cooperation thing going on. But you definitely get the impression that the Romulans are running the show. Yeah, and it, and it has been five thousand eight hundred forty-three days without yes. So yep, that's awesome. <laughs> oh man, I made a note of that as soon as I saw it. I'm like, oh, we're gonna see an accident. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's going to go to zero. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure this badge we put in the story for you doesn't turn green. Yeah. Or you're fucked. Wink at the camera. Yeah, right? It's like Chekhov's Days Without Incident <laughs> sign. 
<laughs> the person like looks over the shoulder at the camera like uh-huh. here we go it does feel like exactly. like a, a new version of Chekhov's gun you yeah. know why would you put that that sign in there if you're not going to have an incident happen absolutely yeah. <laughs> alright and then and yeah by the end of the episode there's no incident I'm like okay next episode we better see incident <laughs> <laughs> hey it might be a useful way to track time too yeah oh, there, there you go, go. So I I see too much of the branding too in this, and it, it's just okay. that like uh yeah. So we get specifically CVS branded Tal Shiar when we already have Tal Shiar, and then they're like specifically oriented toward androids. That made me kind of stroke my chin a little bit, but I once again I think I'm being too hard on it and not giving me a chance to pay the it secrets off, so. within the secret within yeah, the like, secret. Yeah, the Tal Shiar are cool, but what's cooler is... I I agree with you, Keith. I think you're being too hard on it. (laughs) Okay, cool. Okay, okay. okay. Let's make a game out of it instead. Um, And I'm going to start with Matt. Matt, you're going to have to go first this time. Okay. What is your theory about the secret? What's the big secret? The one that no one knows. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm... I don't know. I'm sorry. I got no theories in regard to the secret. But, I mean, besides, like, okay, so oh, we know that the Romulans hate synthetics. Um, that's yeah. that's fair. Um, and I get it. I get why they would. <laughs> oh. You know? Um, so, I don't know. But, I mean, like, I'm watching this, and I'm sort of like, man, it sure looks like they're repurposing this Borg cube for nefarious purposes. You know? There's just, like, something about that that just seems yeah. really sinister. To me, and I don't think it's going to end well. Probably not. <laughs> Keith? Um, just thought of this now. Um, I know that they, they've been saying this a while, so it's not too much to spoil if they're going to connect to Discovery somehow. And now we have an organization that uh, can last for thousands of years, and Discovery is going to be 1,000 years in the future. Maybe they're uh, time travelers or have information from the future that since... Well, uh, too much of a Terminator thing, I hope. Maybe they... I'm not sure if I want them to do this or not. But information from the future lets this organization know that synths are the main threat that they always need to gun down ah, so that they the can three, save the, the future. future threat. I like it. Yeah. That's dope. Michael? Uh, well, I was kinda, I'm kind of with Matt. I have no freaking idea, but I love Keith's idea. Mm-hmm. Um that maybe yeah the synths kind of take over and so that's maybe that's the secret that the Zatvash are, are hiding. But you think if it was you think they wouldn't keep it a secret so that they could get more people to join them to eliminate the the synthetics. But um, but that's know. not the Romulan way. Come on, that's that's true. That's true. So yeah, they'd be like, "Fuck it, we're not going to tell anybody." <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I, I like that idea now. Um, yeah. So yeah, um, good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Thank you. The Keith. more theories we have, the more likely we are to get one of the to for one of us to get it right. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so Keith, you're you're jumping ahead in the future. I'm going to do the reverse. I'm going to say, okay, so we had uh, the Vulcans were unified, and then they were no longer, and the Romulans were like, well, screw that, we're going to leave. Um, maybe they were trying to bolster like how much work they could do, I don't know, but um, early on after the split, Romulans decide to you know create an AI to help them uh, with uh, creating a new world, and it goes very poorly, and then they crush it, and then they're like, this will never happen again. So it's like, you know, all that sci-fi that we have that we're afraid of the AI rebellion, that, but in the Romulan distant past. Hmm. That's my hmm. theory. That's so it's more. like an ancient sect making sure this never happens again. Mm. Or? Maybe. Maybe the Vulcans. 
Sent to an AI after the Romulans. The Romulans are androids this entire time. <laughs> like the reason why they split off and like, you know, had this all these emotions and were different from the Vulcans were that they're AI and the Vulcans don't talk about it. And then like Perfect. they want to be the only AI power in the galaxy and Perfect. Uh, the Romulans like are so secret- secretive because they're actually just all robots. <laughs> 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 I think we should definitely be writing for the show for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Nobody keeps a secret like a robot. That's what I always say. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> yep. So uh, so you'll notice when I say that I, I I'm I have very many feelings <laughs> that I have very positive feelings and very negative feelings. But right. again, Alison Pill is adorable. I just need to throw that in like once per episode. Oh yeah, she is. Um, yes, she is. Well, here's some, what like what did you, uh, Sabrina and Keith, what did you like about the episode? What was because uh, I know you said what you didn't like. What, what did you like? And Matt, we have to ask Matt too. Well, he I mean he was kind of on my side, but yeah, we can definitely ask him too. Oh, okay. But since you guys were the ones that didn't like it as much, I was wondering what you did like about it. Um, Sabrina, Keith, uh, they, they got <laughs> some new ships. Part. They got some new ships on the screen. I like that. I like a little progress on seeing like the technology and how it works in the world. That's kind of fun. Um, I like uh, Picard's performance. If I'm not exactly liking this version of Picard, uh, <laughs> I yeah, I do. I love seeing him on screen. God bless his freaking heart. Um, right. Even if it sucks, like I'm, I'm, I'm still like just kind of hugging him while he's on the screen, going, "Just talk some more. Say whatever." I don't care. <laughs> So yeah. that I like, um, but I'm gonna. I have to say one thing I don't like, not to um, imbalance because I just got that out of the way earlier. But um, I don't need to see my heroes die on the screen. Like, yeah. I, I I liked seeing like them right off in the sunset and leave it to my imagination what their ending is like. So mm-hmm. Luke Skywalker now Picard. <sighs> I just I don't need to see that ending happen on the screen. But I think the actors love doing mm. it. <laughs> Like they, yeah. there seems to be nothing actors love more than being able to do their ultimate death sequence, which I wish they'd stop doing. But you know, it's what they want. I'm actually not that into it. <laughs> Good. Uh, so Sabrina, Sabrina, what did you what did you like? Um, generally my 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 upsets are about like the overarching way that the plot is functioning that the yeah. the world is created but like on an individual level like i like the music i like a lot of the actresses performance not all of them but like i don't i i don't like all of the performances and you know like <clears throat> sorry Cass. uh but like i i don't like all the performances in the other star trek shows that's not new like out of yeah. eight people there's one person that you might not like um I super love the the chemistry uh, between Picard and uh, his uh, Romulan friends, mm. and I'm gonna love it even more if it turns out they're secretly tall Shiar. Even though I'm like, uh, I know I some people are. are some people are a little like, hmm, come on. But I think like, I I I don't know why they decided to be like servants, kind of. But I I, I like that they just be like, all right, well. Screw this. We're we're gonna go live with Picard. Whatever. We'll protect him. It's cool. And I'm hoping that I'm really gonna like the chemistry uh, on on the ship. Um, just like yeah, uh, bits of it are really great. I'm just not enjoying the plot overall, and uh, that might get solved. So we'll see. All right. Cool. Uh, um, let's see, one other thing I made note of. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys about the. When he was talking with the admiral, um, I can't remember her name, but in the office, and they were talking about uh, like the Federation doesn't get to decide, you know, whether a species lives or dies. 
And she's like, yes, we do. Um, that kind of struck me as kind of, kind of harsh and cold. It's like, what, what do you guys think she meant about meant by that? Um, like literally, or, um, cause I, I took it as, you know, because they had all their ships doing the Romulan, uh, rescue, uh, you know, they had to pull them back to, to defend off the synthetics. But, um, you know, I, I just thought that was kind of harsh for her to say that. I don't know if, mm-hmm. what, what did you guys think? Um, I felt like that was kind of her way of saying, we got to make the hard choices, you know, yeah. like maybe not Agreed. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This, these guys got to go. Uh, but more like, okay, we only have so many resources and we want to do the best for everybody we can. But sometimes that means that somebody's going to miss out and it's going to be for the greater good. Right. The, you know, that old Spock quote, uh, the needs of the many and all right. that. Mm-hmm. That's actually my least favorite scene of the episode because it felt like it was written specifically just to be like, haha, look, the, the Federation, uh, sorry, Starfleet is mean and they won't help Picard and uh, you should think of them as the enemy. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. It, I, it felt really put I'm upon. In, she was like extra aggressive, you know. I'm in the middle on that where... Um, <clears throat> I, I agree. I like the idea of she's an admiral and like, I don't know how long Picard's been out of the game, but you know, she, she has secret organizations within her own secret organizations. So she does know the crazy shit that Picard probably doesn't know. And she does have to make the horrific, terrible decisions that aren't the good ones. And unfortunately she has to live through it while, you know, Picard gets to make some freaking wine all day. So <laughs> you just walk up into my office here and like, you know, I just had to tell someone their kid isn't coming home, Picard. I don't have time for this. So I could see her being like that, but I also hate seeing Starfleet be assholes. Mm. But yeah. another thing that comes back to why like there's been criticism of how uh, Star Trek has progressed where more and more people are being like dastardly and, and, and shifty and, and aren't the pinnacles of what we want them to be. And I remember a long time ago in TNG era, like all the actors complained, I want to act. I, I don't get to act all weird and crazy. I don't get to do anything. I just have to be mature every freaking episode. And they didn't like that. But it was Gene Roddenberry's vision in his science fiction future that, hey, look, sometimes humanity can change and grow up. So that's the kind of conflict we see here where like we want to see mature science fiction heroes yeah. but the actors they want to do their they want to have fun the the actors don't get to decide what the writers write except for picard so yeah. um mm-hmm. uh i i don't know if i would put too much weight on what the actors want to do but um mm-hmm. definitely uh yep that's that's part of my struggles where i'm trying to like be forgiving but also like that was the whole thing with the roddenberry trek you know we're better now right. then why are we acting exactly the same um, I uh, just gotta say, I'm gonna be very upset if the finale ends with, um, Starfleet was secretly the one that did the android thing. Ugh. Oh, um, yeah. I'm just really upset. Mm. Oh, man. If that happens, I'm gonna, like, go under my desk and, like, cry for <laughs> I think so, it's 100% crossing chance our fingers for Romulans. Yeah, it's the secret agent Romulans. That's gotta be 100%. The, the lieutenant and her brother who is sleeping with what's-her-face, Dodger's sister. <laughs> Right, which I mean, if he's part of the Zat Vash and he hates synthetic life, and but I would find it hard to believe that he would be sleeping with one. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. So I'm wondering if he, uh, if, if, he really, close. if he really is, you know, fully Zat Vash, or he's just kind of like on the fence or something. I don't know. It seemed weird to me that he would do that. Yeah, I feel like on the fence is something that's going to happen. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, she will be betrayed. Soji. She's expecting to be betrayed by the admiral, and instead, she gets betrayed by her own brother. 
That'll oh. be a fun twist. That's um, cool. Yeah, I'm okay with the Romulans behaving like us because the Romulans are not supposed to be, you know, perfect. Whatever. Um, Romulans are not Federation. They can be as weird and bizarre as they want. Just like I don't expect the Ferengi to be, like, nice. Right. So, right. that's fine. Not. They can do whatever they want. In- yeah, that's the thing. So, we have two plots. We have the Picard plot, which is, like, the A, uh, Utopian Federation plot. And then... Plot B, which is, like, that Borg ship that's, like, the not-so-not-so-perfect um, stuff. So I hope that the divide becomes stronger, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just upset that everything that we've seen of Starfleet is just them being jerks. Oh, yeah, um, the, uh, the first admiral. I mean, she even said, like, part of the reason I'm being mean to you is that you said mean things about me and, and uh, <laughs> on TV. Ooh, Why'd you say ouch. those mean things? Now, now I'm not going to be nice to you. <laughs> yeah, that did yeah, happen. Like, that well, was like, even in the utopia, they're still going to be jerks, right? <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah, but... but she's, she's, like, yeah, maybe not as different many, kind but... of jerks. Not the same kind of jerks. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Perfect jerks. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, more intellectual mean. <laughs> I'm being a jerk, and it's for a very good reason. We call those Bashirs. Uh-huh. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, Just yeah. kidding, I love Bashir. I do too, but I start. I watched that over again recently, and and as like he was so aggressive towards Dax, you know, flirting and stuff. Oh my god! I was yeah, like, yeah, holy yeah. shit, dude, what's going on? I don't know. I don't know what a rating is, uh, so I'm not sure I should say this, but uh, yeah, he's a in the first couple seasons, he's a real fuckboy. but he gets some yeah. development <laughs> kind of in that realm. Uh, he he's not perfect at it, certainly, but uh, other parts of him improve to the point where like it's not so much a problem. Yeah, and it's I, definitely a problem in season one. You're so right. Yeah, I, I mark this these as explicit. So you can say whatever you want. Um, oh, great! <laughs> but he's a real fun. I player. yeah, I have fun disliking characters though. Like if if a character sucks and is a jerk in fiction, it's fun for me to like how I interact with my fiction is kind of like inserting myself in there and just saying like this fucking asshole yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. but yeah, that that's what you are in the show and. Yeah, Which so and then seeing Bashir, we can simultaneously say stuff about him like that and be like, "He's great, we love him." Oh, yep, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, couple other. Saying... Sorry, go ahead. I said you were saying. Oh yeah, uh, a couple of the things I loved about the episode, and I know these were completely like fan service, but I loved when Picard was like, "You know, I never cared for science fiction. You know, I just didn't get it." Yeah, <laughs> and again, I... <laughs> that made me narrow my eyes. I know, I know, but like I said before, I was like, he could turn to the camera and wink at me, and I'd be fine with it. So. <laughs> You shouldn't be surprised that I like that. Um, and of course, the music that they had when he put on the com badge and when he arrived at Starfleet, the, you know, this little Star Trek theme was, I thought was great. Um, but again, I, I'm into that fan service stuff like Jay. Yeah. That's funny. Those are, those, exactly. are, those are two of the same exact things I wrote down for the things that I really enjoyed. Um, there you go. I, I knew I liked you, man. Oh, well, there you have it. And I... I Oh, I was just plunking the visitor badge on. That was a nice little moment of humor, too, because, like, the way he did it, you know, it was just sort of plunk. Yeah. All right. I get it. I see where I'm at now. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That was really funny to the kid who was, uh, who signed him in. I was like, what are you doing? Apologize. Like, at least be like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't recognize you, Admiral. Like, what are you doing? How are you? At least, like, pretend to have some decorum when you realize it's an Admiral. Like, it doesn't even matter if you know his name. Like, there's a... Oh, you mean this guy who saved the entire universe yeah, several times? Dude, like, Let me get your visitor badge for you. For me lately, bud. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome back, Admiral. Yeah. Jeez. Right. Um, and then yeah, he's doing all that while there's a hollow. I'm pretty sure of the 1701D right above him. Yeah. It is the Pike 
uh, Enterprise from... Oh, no, the D. Never mind. The D. Was it the D? Yeah, you're right. The D is right above him. <laughs> his ship, Supreme, is it's like glowing above his head. He's like, oh, yeah, it's you. Yeah, they showed the A a bit, though. Yeah. Uh, was the A from was that the a? Discovery. Oh, from Discovery. Okay. Yeah, it's the Discovery A. Um, I mean, because CBS already has the, you know, blueprints for it in their computer. It's <laughs> and reasonable it does look that good. they would use that one, yeah. I don't have any complaints about that. Something else I don't have any complaints about, and actually I haven't seen anybody mention... I mean, I've been kind of avoiding people talking about the show because I don't want to influence me too much um, before we record these, but I haven't seen anybody complain about the uniforms. And I have no complaints about Love the those. uniforms. They were yeah. well... They're, they're, like, close enough to the other ones while still being fresh. I like the new visitor badge. I think uh, the visual team did a great job. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, yes. I agree. Agreed. A uh, buddy of mine posted on my wall, like, you know, we, we, uh, he mostly doesn't like it, but he's like, those are uniforms, though. I was like, right? Yeah. I would wear the hell out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so what are you guys looking forward to, you know, with the next episode and the the, the season in general? Um, I, I'm, Spaceship! What's that? Spaceship! Um, <laughs> I want to see the hero ship. Like, yeah. show me the yeah. hero ship. It's been two episodes. I want to see Jerry Ryan. Where's Jerry Ryan? Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Please do her right. Um, let's see. I'm looking forward to Incident at Bar Cube. Um, oh, and, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Riker, of course. I want to see if he does the, the Riker sit. You know, one leg over. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. God, yes. Of course he will. I, I really hope so. I mean, that's a, yeah, that, that's a way <laughs> to the camera I'd go for. Yeah. Um, all right. Was well, there anything else you guys wanted to talk about specifically with the episode or in general, life? Uh, What's going on? <laughs> um, I guess I'm getting more and more into an itch to go back to my Starship in uh, Star Trek Online. Uh, if you guys haven't played that, like, if you love Star Trek, this is Star Trek. It's so good. All right. Uh, quickly, I have a thing, a question then, Keith. Um, I've played that a little bit. Is there, is there mm-hmm. like, a good tutorial? Because there's so much stuff going on in there, you know, to, to absorb. Is there a good tutorial that you can recommend for people or – Oh boy. Not that I know of, because I'll, I'll admit that I'm really bad at the game, okay. and I'm only playing... Yeah, I only play it for the story, and I think the game is so easy... It's, it's so easy on you that you can usually, like, almost go through any scenario without, like, doing too much strategy or okay. farming or whatnot, and it's more of just being able to say it's your captain on, like, the bridge of the Voyager as you hit some kind of anomaly, and you're like, what's going on here, Tuvok? You're like, oh my god, and oh, you have okay. to get, like, the original voice actors coming back. So basically, you just fake it for the Star Trek stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm <laughs> just okay have some fun. I, I used to play STO, and it is notoriously obscure. Uh, they never really explain to you how stuff works, how yeah. to optimize your ships. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, like, if you want a shot of nostalgia, go play STO. Um, you know, I... I I haven't played for a while again, so maybe they change this. I really hope not. But uh, Leonard Nimoy introduces uh, every new area that you go into. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the storylines are very close to or, like, very connected to, like, specific episodes. Like, if you remember, yeah. there was that Denali thing in Voyager with Harry. He had, like, a girlfriend, and then uh, she died, and then the Denali took her body. I think they're called the Denali. Um, there's a reference to that episode in one of the 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 missions like man yeah, that becomes like a galactic thing even yeah like the small references that you that you everyone else has forgotten that you remember from star trek they come back in big ways such as like 
there's like this one uh, Stargate in like first season, uh, built by some empire that had long passed. Well, they come back, and it's pretty freaking epic. And yeah, there's so much fun behind Star Trek Online. Mm. If you like, oh, you, you even get a bird of prey to go back in time once. <laughs> oh yeah, you can go back in time like on the TOS ship. Hmm. If you mm. like winks to the camera, go play STO. All right. I, really if you miss Tasha Yar. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but I definitely like Wings to the Camera, so I'll, I'll give it a shot. Um, all right. Was, the only thing they don't reference is Pulaski. Oh, damn Pulaski. it. That's okay. I never liked her. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to talk about with uh, Picard or the episode? I'm good. No? Okay. Um, I have some good news for everybody. Hopefully, um, our friend Jay may be coming back for uh, the next episode or very soon, so we, we look forward to that. Um, but I want to thank Matt and uh, all the other people that uh, filled his, you know, spot while he was out. Um, be sure to check out the website at thereforehosts.com and we're at Twitter at four hosts. And until then, we will see you guys next time. See you. Bye. Live long and stuff and junk. <laughs> Live long and stuff and junk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye.